right. Hello to everyone watching and listening. Today on 3 to 4 Minutes with Duck, we have Staff Sergeant Cassidy Perkins. I think she goes by Kay, uh, but I'll let her introduce herself. Go ahead. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Sergeant Perkins. I am a 1 in 3 X1 hotel. I'm a Korean linguist here on Bravo Flight. Um, I've spent about, I've spent most of my operational career as a duck. Um, first here and then in Korea and then back here. So I'm a big fan of the 34th, love this squadron and very excited to do this interview. Uh, I'm excited too. Thanks for your time. And I'm glad that you've spent most of your time as a duck. This is the best squadron in the Air Force, uh, as far as I'm concerned, um, at least the best one I've ever been in. So uh, I'm glad that you've had your time here. Uh, first question, what's your most unusual talent? Uh, see, this is where you're going to have to cut out <laughs> the awkward <laughs> silence while I think. Um, unusual talent. Okay, so I am really good. <laughs> I'm really good at writing um, parodies. When I was in high school, I did a lot of, whenever I had the opportunity to be creative with a project, I would write like a parody song for it. Um, and I'm just good at like rhyming and I guess it's mostly just the rhyming, but I wrote um, for a physics class I took in high school, I wrote a parody of Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball, which was very, that was like the song at the time. Um, and it was all about like the, I don't even remember, but like the formula that would be used to calculate the trajectory of a wrecking ball. Um, I did a video in middle school about ancient Greek history set to Miley Cyrus's, I guess my, uh, Miley Cyrus's <laughs> theme, um, Party in the USA, and it was called Party in Ithaca, and it was about somebody's conquest, and I still have that video somewhere. Oh, you're gonna have to share somewhere. it, because that sounds amazing. First, you made me feel really- I absolutely will not. <laughs> I'll find it. We've got some uh, super sneaky hacker folks in the squadron. Maybe they can figure out how to get their hands on it. Um, one, you made me feel really old. The fact that Miley Cyrus uh, was popular not only when you were in high school, but then you went as far back as middle school and then making a video in middle school. I had to do, we did a video in middle school, but it was like on a VHS recorder. Uh, we also did a parody. Um, you like tapped right into, that's, that's awesome. I'm going to you to work before you separate uh, to make some squadron parodies but we did one it was a uh, Lord of the Flies book report and we did a talk show like a Sally Jesse Raphael like that's really dating myself but we did a talk show uh, in last the that entire is. time yeah it's fine um, next question <laughs> so uh, what's something people think think makes them look cool but actually makes them look ridiculous um, when people try to be edgy or like um, say things that they know are gonna be hurtful to other people um, because like oh they just don't care. I picked that one for you because you strike me as someone that's really cool uh, and I figured you'd have a good one. I like that yeah uh, <laughs> yeah I'm with you. Being nice um, is cool. Being nice is cool. It's absolutely cool. Yeah, when people act like jerks, they only make themselves look dumb. Like, no one thinks you're cool if you're mean. Uh, which is hard for me, because I'm often kind of mean. Uh, <laughs> what animal would be the most terrifying if it could speak? 
all of them, right? Like I can't think of a single, well, that's not true. I would love to talk to my dog. Um, actually maybe my dog, because then I would have to worry about him spreading all my business everywhere. Um, and telling everybody what I get up to, you know, I was thinking the same deep dark secrets. Yeah. At first I was like, oh man, bears. Uh, but then I was like, nah, really, what do bears have to share? That's scary. We know they're scary anyway, but I was thinking the same thing, my dog, uh, because yeah, he could spread my, we'd have a little spy running around, like telling all the other dogs (laughs) in the neighborhood and they're spreading all our business around. (laughs) I'm with you, uh, on, on the dog. Um, I think for some reason a rat, like I just feel like rats would be super neurotic and have a lot of stuff to share. I don't know if that'd be terrifying as much as also maybe anything small because you would hear a voice and you wouldn't really know where it was coming from, right? Like a fly or a spider, it would just start talking and it would just be like a scary horror movie. Oh, that's true. No, yeah, yeah. And that, maybe that's why the rat, like hiding in a corner somewhere, just whispering creepy things. About cheese, yeah. It's about cheese, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you had a warning label, what would it say? <laughs> um... um it would say like warning easily or like it would say warning cries at inappropriate moments (laughs) you cry at inappropriate moments so much all the time like uh like laugh cry or just no like sad cry but just like I mean it's okay I'm used to it by now right but like no I cry all the time and so like I think I've gotten very good at like picking my moments kind of but like I think if somebody spent like a lot of time with me eventually they would come to the we would be having a conversation or something and like I would start crying and they would not know what to do with that. I've had that experience before. Yeah, if you start crying during this interview, I don't know what I would do. Uh, so I appreciate the warning. <laughs> um, I think I laugh at inappropriate times. I laugh when yeah, I get nervous um, or smile. I smile when I'm nervous. Uh, my warning label, I think, would be con- ca- like caution contents under pressure. Uh, but that just oh, seems... Oh, that's way, like, pithier than mine. No, nah, I had lots of time to think about it. I have the questions, <laughs> and... <laughs> and then once it popped in my head, I couldn't think of anything else, so I had to share it. Um, dinosaurs or dragons? Dragons. Why? Because I was never that into dinosaurs, honestly, but, like, dragons can fly, and they breathe fire, and they have treasure. And you could ride them, theoretically, but yeah. dinosaurs are just kind of there. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Dragons for sure. Uh, I never really got into dinosaurs either. And the only one I can think of that flies are pterodactyls. You can't spell it. Um, and they don't breathe fire. So it's like a lame dragon, basically. Yeah, basically. Um, what do you dislike but have no good reason for it? So much stuff. <laughs> um, the list is so long. Are you a chronic disliker? <laughs> like oh irrational so, like, dislike? I mean, there's a whole long list of foods that I hate that everybody else seems to love, but I guess the reason like for that is butter? I don't. I do in certain contexts. Okay, that's the one. Um, but in terms of, like, things that really I have no reason to dislike, 
Um, it totally irrationally. The problem is that I can defend anything that I don't yeah, like. So I can't think thing. of anything that's completely irrational, um, except maybe like Yeah, I don't know. Um, totally irrational. This is like the fear question. When I asked the boss, like, what's an irrational fear? He's like, I don't have any irrational fear fears. All my fears yeah. are irrational to me. And that's like uh, peanut butter. So I don't like peanut butter, which causes lots of questions about my um, patriotism and whether or not I'm a communist. Uh, but to me, it makes perfect sense. I've got a good reason for not liking it because it tastes disgusting. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything that just like for absolutely no reason because I, I have a reason they would just probably seem petty to somebody. Is there, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is there something that you dislike that everybody else loves and you they just can't understand? Yeah, um, like coconut, pineapple, mango, guac, all of the tropical fruits really. Um, I don't like um, cottage cheese and I don't like... Oh, you know what? I I hate Chick-fil-A. That might be the oh, best one. No, me too. It's so gross. It's not good. Like, it's not good. I just Have imagine the had... hate, like, spewing in the comments. But, like, my son, every time I'm like, all right, we're going to order in food, he's like, Chick-fil-A. I'm like, geez. It's why? tasteless. The fries are mediocre. I would so much rather get go to McDonald's and get a McChicken and get some really good French fries. I'm with you. Way better. I think- I guess that's of, not irrational either, but yeah. No, I'm, well, I don't think it is. Uh, I think we'll probably, I think we're, it's an unpopular opinion is probably a good way to put it. Uh, and I'm okay with that. I think my issue is that I, I don't really care that strongly about a chicken sandwich. And what irritates me about Chick-fil-A is that's the only choice. It's all the same. Like whether it's nuggets or a chicken sandwich, it's all the same chicken. And like you said, the fries are, eh. The fries are extremely eh. mediocre. Yeah, they have cherry Coke, fountain cherry Coke, which I have a secret love for. That's about, yeah, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, awesome. So I've asked all the questions. I am going to ask another one, though, because uh, you offered ahead of time. So let me just kind of go crazy with it. Um, see, now I'm going to edit out my awkward silence, too. Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos that appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday? I'm not really a tattoo person. I guess the emotion one, because honestly, I don't think I'm that good at hiding my emotions to begin with. So I don't think it would be that big of a change. Yeah. And if you're crying, people can see it, whether your skin changes color or not. Yeah, right? I think... People pretty much know where I'm at at any given time, so. <laughs> See, that one's a tough one for me because I think I've, over time, at least, at least I think, probably not, uh, if my critics are, are chiming in, I think I've done a good job of masking my emotions to stay calm in, in situations. So the skin that changes color freaks me out. Um, I am covered in tattoos. I think the thing that would bother me about tattoos appearing, depicting what I did yesterday is everybody like all the sleeping tattoos, the naps that would show up or and like, like, I'm so sorry, but like pooping. Yeah. Yeah. You just get a big tattoo. Like, a whole like that's sleep. really gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, <laughs> There's too many bodily functions. Yeah. There's too or much even like, that I do. That's like benign that I don't want on a tattoo. Even showering day. is like, do you really want like a tiny little like 
naked you, you know? No, and it's all stuff everybody does. Like everybody poops, but I don't think we need tattoos depicting that we did. Yeah, especially if I'm the only one, that would make me feel so, (laughs) if it was everybody and everybody was used to it and just ignored the pooping and the farting, then maybe I'd be cool with that. But I think- Yeah, but how weird would it be if you walked into work and you saw someone with like this super gnarly neck tattoo about taking a shower or <laughs> I think you probably, if, that was, if that was everybody then I think you would probably get used to it yeah you know it would just be like another part of life um but being the only person would be yeah I'm with you okay. yeah I'll stick with uh color changing emotion skin and then hope that I can just trick my skin into change or just be angry or happy all the time so that my skin color never changes just go just be crazy it's probably (laughs) which is kind of like what I do now I'm fairly certain um all right well uh this is uh the point where I turn it over to you to share words of wisdom or any parting thoughts with the squadron or whoever may be watching I think my mom subscribed to the YouTube channel so (laughs) shout out to my mom if she's watching um God, I don't know. Um, I'm not very wise. Um, they don't have to be wise words. Uh, my son went on a 10-minute tangent about Corona. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm glad I'm being held to the same standard as your, like, 10-year-old child. He, he's seven, and seven. He, impre- he impressed me on the interview. Uh I was, I was pretty surprised. He's number, I was telling the boss, like YouTube does this weird algorithm that tells you what your number one videos are in your channel. And my son's coming in strong at number one with Colonel Beal, a close number two. <laughs> and he said, well, I'll I'm be gonna, second to Owen any day. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to say something really good then to, yeah. to beat, to beat that. Um, this is a great squadron. I've loved my time here. I'm going to miss everybody. Um, yeah, you're separating, right? Yeah, like real, my terminal leave starts in 38 days. This can count my- as your out processing appointment. So you can sign me <laughs> up on your checklist if you want. Yeah, sure. Um, so what, what advice do you have to, to folks that are at that decision point in their career? Um, don't make the decision based on fear or a hesitancy to change. Take a real hard, honest look. It can be scary. And I think it's a lot of people kind of get swept into the, you know, it's a steady income. Um, And obviously like your, your own situation, if you've got kids and everything that really complicates things, but um, you know, don't make a decision that's solely based on fear. Like really take a good hard look at your life day to day and take stock of it and ask yourself if you really like would if if you could get to the to the end of the next 14 years and like look back and say yeah I did everything I wanted to do and I had a great time doing it and um and if you don't think that that would be your outlook then it's totally fine to say this was awesome and I loved these six years or 10 years or even 18 years um but it's time to move on to something different um yeah, just don't don't make that decision out of fear, I think. That's incredibly wise. And uh, start out yeah. processing 
earlier than you think you need to. Do yeah. not wait until the last second. Um, you can't really be too early on that. Uh, that's, that's wonderful advice and I appreciate it. So one of the things I struggle with is advising airmen on separating or retiring because spoiler alert, I've done neither in my career. Um, and the, the point that you made about, you know, not making a decision because the, the easy decision to stay in is just comfortable and it calms your fears um, is one that I try and impart on people. Uh, I have no problem with someone doing six years, four years and stepping out the door if that's what's right for them. I think what I always want is that the airmen um, at that point, whether it be, you know, in the beginning of their career, the, towards the end of the 20 years, is that it's a choice that's 100% a choice, that they're, they're not feeling an obligation to go one way or the other because of lack of planning or uncertainty, and that it's a completely informed decision. And I know it sounds super cheesy because they do the informed decision brief, but really, um, I think where I see regret throughout people's careers when someone doesn't think about it soon enough, and then they get to the point, like you said, where they, you know, they see the, the stability of the income and can't consider anything else. So that's extremely wise. You did fantastic. Thanks. Thank you. I'm very wisdomous. You are very wisdomous. Wise. <laughs> <laughs> You're wise. Um, what are you doing next? Uh, yeah, so I'm supposed to be going to school. Um, uh, I'm headed to Wesleyan University up in Connecticut, which I'm really excited about. They are still deciding whether they're going to have an in-person semester or maybe do like an online option, which is a little stressful in terms of like GI Bill yep. intricacies, but um, yeah, that's where I'm headed for the next couple of years. So I'm very excited. To do what? What are you going to school for? Um, I'm probably going to major in history and I'm hoping to leverage that into a career in either journalism or go to law school. That sounds fantastic. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. And I'm glad that you're leaving with a positive attitude towards the Air Force. Not everyone can stay for 20 years. Our business model would be broken if people did. So my favorite thing is when uh, folks like you are super smart. They take advantage of the time that they're in. They enjoy it. And then they go on to do something um, that's their life dream and chase after that. And uh, I'm excited for you. And hopefully they figure out their residency or online stuff so you can... <laughs> Calm yeah. down. Uh, but uh, thanks for giving me your time. I appreciate it. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Hey Ducks, thanks for tuning in again for another episode of 3 to 4 Minutes with the Duck. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed my interview with Sergeant Perkins and this uncut audio version includes all of the awkward silence that we both provided. So if you made it this far, thanks for that and stay tuned to our next interview. Uh, we have Master Sergeant Thien. Thanks and have a ducking awesome day.